Welcome for the final time to Podcast Bench Talk. I'm Jo Hilditch, currently High Sheriff of Herefordshire. Today, I'm going to chat to the previous High Sheriff, Tricia Thomas. If you remember, my very first Bench Talk was to Tricia, just sitting outside the cathedral. But this time, it's going to be Tricia asking the questions. So over to you, Tricia. So today, Bench Talk comes from inside the cathedral, not far from the spot where I was Joe's guinea pig podcastee just over a year ago. And I'm delighted to be able to turn the tables and have this opportunity to talk to you about your Shrieval year, which is drawing now to an end very soon. Yeah. Do you remember how it felt right at the, right at the end? Of my year? Yeah. I... I remember saying to you it was a relief and sadness all mixed together yeah. because there is a lot of pressure on and it is quite busy at the end. It, yeah. And, and, but actually, I really missed it. Yeah. And I mean, the there's whole... nothing more ex than an ex-high sheriff, I have to warn there you. There is, there's an ex-mayor. <laughs> <laughs> well, it has, I mean, it has been incredibly intense and I have done an awful lot of things. I've packed in as much as I possibly could and in fact this these last two weeks it seems to be even more intense and I just can't see a bit like having a baby I can't quite see myself the other side of Sarah's declaration yes but have you have you already spent a lot of time preparing for the ceremony yeah yeah I'm I'm putting together a bit of an insta diary Mm -hmm. and obviously I'll be talking about the year I'll be talking about my podcasts um and as I look back, and I look back over my Insta diary, I just see what a huge variety of stuff there is going on in Herefordshire and how many amazing people there are. And I never knew that before. I think you said that to me mm. this time a year ago, but I just never knew how brilliant it was. No, I know. Before we go into that too much, tell us about you. Give us a bit about you and where you're from and... Well, how you find how you found yourself in this position? Well, I've I'm from Herefordshire. I'm from Lionsall. Um, I, in fact, my father and my grandfather and my great grandfather were all high sheriffs, which I thought was quite fun. That, that might be quite historic. I think. Mm. I'm a farmer. I have got t- a tourism business. I've got food and drink. I've got three kids. I've got a lovely husband who's got an electronic. Um, engineering business and I've always been passionate about Herefordshire but really I've worked in the environments that I really know well and this environment I didn't know at all well. I know it a little bit better now but I think you really only just scratch the surface. The role of High Sheriff is, is it's really ambassadorial isn't it? So you have this opportunity to look into all aspects of what makes the county tick and you it opens doors that otherwise yeah. would not be open to you. Yes, and, and, and I hope it opens doors to others to whom they wouldn't have had those doors open. So I've always said in all the things that, all the bits of information that I've put out about being a High Sheriff and about the appointment of High Sheriff rather than about Joe Hilditch, is that it's about platforming, signposting, uh, making sure, connecting, making sure that people know about what's going on because... And if I didn't know, and I'm a fairly inquisitive person, then probably nobody else knows. Mm. And it's also incredibly humbling. You know, just right from the start when um, Gia and I went uh, and worked at the vaccine clinic in Lempster, even from that, you could just see there were probably 10 volunteers there every week. But you could feel how much it gave to you as well as giving out. 
Um, mm. And that was just the thin end of the wedge, you know, that was a tiny amount of the volunteers. In the cathedral alone, there are 400 volunteers. Mm. So you've had this opportunity. What, what would you, have you got anything that stands out as being a really big event that... Well, I had some big events. So my connecting business and charity thing, which you helped me with, actually, I think that was great. And I've just seen some people right now make, and they said they came. And they said, actually, maybe it wasn't even about connecting with businesses, but it was just connecting. Um, so that, I, th- I was really pleased with that, with your help. The Shrivel lecture was very interesting. Um, so that was a big event. But, you know, it's not really about the big events. It's about the wonderful small groups that you meet who make such a difference to so many. I mean, I've spent a lot of time with the cart shed. They're they're remarkable. And the outcomes that they have for the people who are the recipients of their care is really fab. And I know you spent some time at Longlands. I've been there a couple of times now. But we also went to see the remarkable Alan Blake. Yes, wasn't that great? And I've kept very much in touch with him all year. Um, So he finally did his Everest. It's amazing. Round and round his garden. Explain what he was doing. He was walking round and round his garden, which is a very steep riverside garden. I can't remember, I think it was 286 steps a time. And eventually he managed to climb Everest by walking round his garden. And he finished it... um, soon after his 90th birthday but then you know there's also been so I've been to um, Echo that was very fantastic did you go to them I used to buy plants there was the other charity is um, No Wrong Door um, and that was exciting because I managed to pr- propose them for a National Crime Beat Award which yes. they came second in which I was so pleased and proud of because that was an amazing outreach um, young people's community thing during COVID. So National Crime Beat is the official charity, is that the right it's, word? Yeah, of the, of, of the High Sheriff, of the High Sheriff Association. Yeah. And it has a particular remit. In fact, um, uh, the uh, street pastors won it in they Bill did. Jackson's year. They did. And uh, yeah. so it's fantastic that No Wrong Door have... Um, have come second this year. I said I wanted to particularly look at um, mental health and I did find this really great small charity which was just starting up, We Are Farming Minds, Um, a guy who had found himself in a really bad place through being isolated and being in this community, this farming community where you don't really talk about what you feel and he'd ended up in a very, very bad place and had in fact tried to commit suicide and this charity had been born out of that so I, spent, I have spent a bit of time with them, but naturally every charity you meet, there is always a men- mental health bias, mm-hmm. um, and particularly in the last year. So whether you're old or young, whether you've got cancer, whether you're suffering from Parkinson's, whether, you know, just the, there was not really a charity that wasn't to do with mental health in one way or the other. I mean, even if it was mentally disabled um, people, the men, you know, mental health is... It's a condition. It's everywhere. Yeah, it's everywhere. Yeah, and uh, making that better is something that so many of these groups and charities do and are so aware of right now, particularly after COVID. You, I'm sure. I remember you saying you you actually managed to do it too with get around all the market towns. So that's been really interesting. Yeah, I didn't go to Ledbury for various reasons. It just it just didn't work out. But it was I really enjoyed each market town. 
you know, part of Herefordshire, but so different. Yeah. So different. And the idiosyncrasies of each one, the way they operate, um, the people who are involved. I mean, and actually, of course, you get, I went, I've been to the food bank, and I don't know if you did, mm, but the food bank in do. each one yeah. um, as part of the visit. And of course, you know, seeing um, the needs of the county as well, you know, the people who can't afford to put food on their table and that's going to be even worse in the next year with Mm. people having to pay for fuel as well but the help that they give in those communities you know whether it's and I think Talk Community has been really good in this um, from Herefordshire Council in making sure there are hubs where you can go and quite often they will be near the food bank or in the food bank um, where you can go and have talk to people about debt problems or maybe getting a job or Whatever. So I thought that that was really good. And the other thing, of course, is um, going out with the police and the fire service. I haven't been out with the ambulance. I suspect that's that's not probably ever going to happen. But meeting with the police, going out with the teams from all the rural hubs, um, really so interesting. And interesting to see how well they actually do know their communities, mm. if their communities care to know them. Anne-Marie, who's the fast car driver, that was quite fun. We, Where had, did you go fa- we had a fairly high-speed chase, you know, going towards Lempster, and they suddenly heard on the radio that there was a nominal who they needed to track down, who was coming in the other direction, so a quick turn around, up to the lights, Ooh. pull down, make him turn right, Ooh. pull him over. Exciting stuff. I was I was locked in the car there, couldn't get out. <laughs> and magistrates, did you visit magistrates? Yeah, actually I'm going again on Monday. Um, I've been once before. Very interesting. I always want to believe the best in everybody and of course you can't. Um, and I, gosh, the magistrates are brilliant. I mean, another great set of volunteers. Mm. They do so much. And I saw you were at the magistrates swearing in. Yes, yes. I was at the um, family court swearing in in Worcester and then the one here in, in Hereford. Yeah, and there was another cohort of, there were another eight coming in. So one um, of the things that, um, I mean, there were, t- there, were, there were particular people that stood out in, in, that I visited. And in fact, Lady Darnley had put me in touch with Robert Thomas at Venture, who then introduced me to um, a young uh, um, at street ambassador, Faye Roberts, and I, I did a walk around yes. with her during during the lockdown, which was yeah. there was nobody about, you know. Yeah, but so it was, well, we had quite an exciting night. I, I went out. We but, did street pastas, which was amazing. Oh, so you, that wasn't the street pastas, no. 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 Street ambassadors. Yeah, oh, street ambassadors, mm. yes. But then later we did the street pastors. Richie and I had a night, nine till three we did. We did, I did nine till three. So did you go on your own? So I went on my own. Oh, did yeah. you? Yeah. Oh, I'd have come with you. It's, I a, it was, it's a long night. It's a, it's long, a long, night. long night, but you know, the, these people are so kind. The camaraderie from the from the um, from the the night the night economy yes. for these people is amazing. Yes. You know, Hello. Well, yeah. Well, actually, here and both with the street pastors and with the police, but with the doormen and with the people who owned the the clubs and mm. pubs, I felt there was just and of course the people who are running the CCTV. Mm. So they see everything and they tell first the street passers, if they need to, that gets to the police, they tell the doorman, the doorman yeah. reports back. What a brilliant, um, Great you had system, no idea there was no. such a network. 
No. Have you had much much to do with young people during your year? Um, yes. I mean, the, the No Wrong Door lot. Um, I've seen them a lot. Two Face Dance. There, there was when I went to see them. They had a whole lot of young people doing dancing. Uh, I think young people. I have I have been to schools, so I got very involved with planting Queen's Green canopy trees. So I've been to about ten of those plant, well twelve done. of those plantings. Um, so then you get to meet all the young people. Yeah, so that's been an amazing, amazing initiative. That's going really well. Are you planting some trees at home? We are. Yeah, yeah we've we planted are, yes. some too. Yeah. Um, the other area where I've enjoyed spending some time has been in the arts um, sector. So obviously two-faced dance, but at the arts college as well. The other thing I've done a bit about is diversity. So I, one of my... Um, one of my podcasts was with Miss Drag Queen UK, so I got a little bit involved with the Barber Cafe and the LBG, LBGQT, not the scene, but you know, trying to connect them together. Um, and Ben Andrews, who is a, is a farmer who's gay, um, I talked a lot to he him. He was one of your podcasts. He was a podcast yes, as well. Was good. So a bit yeah. of diversity. I mean, I don't think in Herefordshire we're ever going to get a lot of racial diversity. Um, but I think most, probably most people of colour work in the hospital and of course they have been so, so busy. Before we started this podcast we talked about fundraising. So some people don't want to, some high sheriffs don't want to do any fundraising. And that is fine. And that's fine. Other people, I just, A, I'm not very good at asking people for money for nothing in return. So I like, I like, I prefer to give people something back. So fundraising from a point of view, like, you know, you have just done the most amazing, <laughs> completely well, nuts Yes, well, the thing, the thing was that I didn't really want to organise a big ball because I was just still a bit worried that it might not be able to happen. Mm. And I love, I love a party, so it would have been a great idea. So I thought, what would I least like to, likely to do, like to do, and what would make me feel absolutely sick with terror? So I thought something high, something in the sky, because I get kind of vertigo, and it's not quite vertigo, but it really freaks me out. So I thought it's either a free fall or it's standing on top of an aeroplane, because I'd just heard from somebody who'd stood on top of an aeroplane and raised lots of money with at the Freemasons. So I thought, well, I'll go and stand on top of an, an aeroplane. And when you plan these things, it's so long in advance, you think, ah, the day's never going to come, it's fine, I can do that, I can do that. And, you know, the the weeks and the months and the days and then the hours and then the minutes (laughs) go by and you're actually standing on top of a plane thinking, what am I doing here? What am I doing? (laughs) And actually the thing was, the engine was warming up and it took about 10 minutes for it to warm up before we actually took off and that was probably the worst 10 minutes of my life just the waiting (laughs) and it was really lovely to do it with Jane who'd had a very tragic circumstance in her family over the last year so that's the high sheriff of high sheriff of Gloucestershire and so we did it together and we had various friends in fact young Gloucestershire who are a young uh, young people's mental health charity and a few friends and uh, lovely Michael Hollander from the Freemasons turned up to watch um and there are plenty of photographs on my Insta diary, but honestly, it is the most terrifying thing ever, but exhilarating in equal measure. 
And I think I raised about 35 grand. So I think it's amazing. So you should be very proud. You should be very proud. Thank you very much. Facing your fear. And, I know. Um, yeah. And well, you know, it's wonderful it. that people are so generous. Really generous. Really very generous. Businesses, individuals, um, charities actually have also given to it. So it's been... Yeah, but but it's still open, so you can still give money if you want to. And how would you do that? You'd go on to the Herefordshire Community Foundation, and you'd go to the Wingwalk drop-down. And while you're there, having a, have a good look round at Herefordshire Community Absolutely. Foundation, which lots yeah. of people don't know about. Yeah. Um, hopefully that's going to change. They're going to be a bit more out there with uh, social media and things. Yeah. Um, new website. Um, it's an amazing organisation that really is accessible to lots and lots of people, but we yes. just do need to know about so, it. So, yes, so if you're in need in Herefordshire, or if you don't quite know how to give, but you want to give something to Herefordshire, then it's a really good vehicle both ways. Um, yes. Yeah, and people should be really encouraged to, you're quite right, to go, go online and have a look at it. So, you've raised all this money, and that is in a pot of pot at the High Sheriff's fund at the community found Herefordshire Community Foundation yeah. so what's going to happen with it so I've asked um, I've asked local charities to apply because the money has to be used in Herefordshire so I've asked local charities to apply um, with specific needs so mm. for example Longlands are applying for a pair of horse clippers and an incubator oh, oh are they yeah. oh, great. so I wanted specific things because I wanted to feel that it should be used and, and um, Hope Scott House so they really need a new website. So I said, well, why don't you apply for a website? So, so they have, they put in far too little money, so I've actually up that a bit. But you know, there's lots of groups. I think there's, um, I think there was 17 charities that applied. Great. Um, so I'll be giving out most of the funds that I've raised, which is really, really good. Mm. Well, and it's all drawing to a close. I know, I know. What are you going to do next? Um, I've got, um, I mean, there is a, a small local charity to do with Ukraine that I want to get involved with. Um, one or two people have said, would I help? But actually, I, I want to sit back. Um, I need to concentrate on my business a little bit. Um, but I want to sit back and kind of reflect on, you know, if I'm going to do something else in the community, what should it be? Um, you know, not rush into doing something. No, I th and I think you have been at such a pace, you need a period of time to kind of let it all kind of filter through, yeah. soak through and then decide. And you will have lots of contact from other people, you know, from organisations who want to stay in touch yeah. um, as well. And of course you're a DM. Well, I hope they will all stay in touch with me. I mean, you know, anytime any of them need any help, yeah. please do get in touch with me because, you know, I, I'd love to help. Yes. Anything to do with communications and even social media, perhaps I might be able to help with. You certainly would, you're a whiz. <laughs> You're chair of the Herefordshire Tourism Steering Group, I understand. Yeah. So, so that means that you know all the glorious spots there are in Herefordshire. <laughs> so you've asked many people before, and now I'm going to ask you, what are your three top tips for Herefordshire tourism? Well, first to say um, just a bit more about Visit Herefordshire is that it has been a really great opportunity over the last year with some post-COVID recovery money with the help of some really good agencies in the county, Orphans and um, Travel Tonic, to really raise the profile of Herefordshire. And, you know, there are so many places, many of which have been talked about by previous podcastees. 
Um, but I think we've really put it. There was something in um, Condé Nast today. There was something in the Suitcase uh, magazine last week. We've really had this incredible um, PR campaign. Mm. And the marketing campaigns that have laid, lain behi- behind that have given really good material for people to understand that Herefordshire is a great place to come because our tourism economy is so, so important. But as to my three top places, well, I have put... I've put them on so many times. The, the first one has got to be Hargis Ridge. I abs- every Monday I go up there running or run walking and I go with three friends and I would think that only twice in the year has it been not lovely to be up there. It's beautiful up there. Just fab and amazing views all the way around and a real kind of place of peace as well, you know, just sitting right on the top on our bench. Before like we by the trees again. yeah mm. it's fantastic so that would be one now we're in the cathedral and many many people have said the cathedral mm. but I really do think the cathedral is mm. fantastic and just hearing the singing in the background which I hope hasn't overwhelmed us um, is um, just fab food and drink of Herefordshire is remarkable and it's hard to pinpoint anything in particular because of course there are so many things there's, there's cider, there's cheeses there's chocolate, there's cassis of course <laughs> um, but I think our food and drink offering is, is great and if I was to choose one place to go to have that food and drink offering Oh, I think I'd be too favouritist, actually. I think I'll just leave it at that. Food and drink, Herefordshire. Food and drink. I think you got out. I don't think you'd have allowed anybody else no, to do that. No, I don't think so. I think I'd you have made them... cut. We've got to have something. <laughs> <laughs> so. So, Joe Hilditch. Is this over? I think it's t- drawing to a close. Yeah. So you're a, a DL, which we haven't touched on. You're a farmer, a serial entrepreneur, a business leader, social media whiz, and all-round good egg. Up for anything. Thank you for letting me be the one to ask the questions this time in your final episode of Bench Talk. You will go down in history as being the most active and inclusive High Sheriff the county has ever seen. You've pushed open many doors and introduced the role of High Sheriff to a vast number of people from all over, the con- all over the county. The bar is now set very high for those who follow. In fact, I'm glad I was before you. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're incredibly kind and thank you. I mean, thank you, for, thank you for your support actually through the year because you've been incredibly supportive. Thank you for this interview and thank you Herefordshire.